0: 7.21 on a uh, Wednesday morning. Joining us now at our studios is uh, Northfield City Administrator Ben Martin. Good morning, Ben. Thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning, Jeff. We had been expecting uh, the mayor, but uh, evidently she's getting a lot of media requests with uh, the president coming to
1: our area. Yeah, so we're uh, helping to split duties on media discussions. So All right. Maybe you can circle back with the mayor on the, that event and how it goes today. She's invited to do a speaking uh, with the president in the area, I guess.
0: Well, uh, you know, a, a subject of probably a lot more <laughs> importance to a lot of people here in town is going right next door to us, uh, the Archer. We've had a uh, building that has been a uh, building site that's been you know, basically vacant for three years since the Archer House. Uh, Uh, burned down, and that was 2020, wasn't it, if uh, memory serves?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah, been a long time. Boy, time flies.
0: Yeah, and it has. Uh, th- and the reason is because of the, the historic nature of it, it's not something you can just throw another building at uh, or on that side. It's got to go through some uh, some channels, and there's a lot of planning and a lot of, uh, you know, they've got the insurance thing settled. I'm glad that's not a problem I've had to deal with for the last three years. I just have to deal with a vacant lot next door. Uh, but tonight, coming up tonight, is a... Uh, Kind of the final real big hurdle. There's two hurdles left to get over, and they should be addressed within about the next week or so, I believe. Uh, tonight it's the HPC. Tell us about that. Yeah,
1: the Heritage Preservation Commission, a uh, group of uh, local Northfielders who are appointed by the city council, many of them having actually expertise in kind of design construction. We have people who has kind of historical experience. We have architects on the board, we have lay people that maybe have different lived experiences. And they've been spending a lot of time. The process has been very thorough. Manawa LLC, who is the develop, proposed developers, actually exceeded the standards on it as it relates to review processes. So they've been before them multiple times. They've actually made revisions based on feedback from the Heritage Preservation Commission and the public before they even submitted their application. But tonight is the official first official review of their formal application that's going before them. And again, as you said, Jeff, because it's in our local historic district, it's got this designation, we need to get a certificate of appropriateness by this board, who's the decision-making body, before it can go forward to say it meets the standards of the City of Northfield's laws, the state government, and the federal guidelines related to that. So it's a formal term for this COA, as they call it, to get this historic approval permit. Basically, it's indicating that that to get this, it has to be compatible based on professional established standards of a historic district. And until it's granted, a building permit can't be issued for it. So it's really a a key uh, step in the process. Really, the Heritage Preservation Commission's authority really relates to the exterior of the building and kind of how it looks as it relates to massing in those kinds of things and design of the building standards so although there's some subjectivity obviously whenever you're talking about design ultimately there are kind of formal standards that are in place that the heritage preservation commission will review in order to determine whether it meets those um, standards so as i said the exterior of the building doesn't relate to the interior work doesn't relate to use of the building that will be the focus of that and um uh, so that's what they're reviewing for this evening.
0: Now, they have, uh, as you had mentioned before, they have been brought along through this whole, are updated throughout the whole process, correct? It's, uh, they have, uh, the uh, builders, Manawa, have been uh, in contact and, and presented the, their ideas and such to the uh, Her- Heritage Preservation Commission, the HPC. So is, is there anything left but just a stamp of approval on this, or are there still some issues that they want to make sure are done?
1: Absolutely, this is not just a rubber stamp. This is, although they've given input along the way, this is the formal process. This is the formal kind of hearing, formal reviews where they'll take positions. So they could act tonight. They could uh, make amendments to the review. Basically, this um, the, the resolutions that we prepared. The the developer had uh, has their own historic preservation consultant on staff that's you know works with the state of minnesota's historical Pre- uh, preservation authority on a regular basis the city has hired their own team as well to help review the analysis so we don't have architects on staff but we have a consultant firm that helps uh, complement the staff's work and so staff's done the kind of the formal review as it relates to um, the, the building components the compatibilities of that uh, to make some determinations in the report so that's kind of staff's role related to doing some of that analysis and recommendations with it I can give you some examples of you know what that what some of those uh, might relate to so as an example is it compatible what does that mean um, it can include things related to, does it have similar building materials within the district? Does it have similar, does it incorporate some of that? They they use the termination that that the colors and the architectural details might complement the historic district, but it should, as a new construction project versus a remodel of an existing historic building, it does need to have some of its own modern and unique characteristics, but it shouldn't overpower the surrounding historic district as well. So it really should be complementary. So, some of the details that they've got in the design include similar colors of red and tan brick that you see in the downtown, um, cornice detailing and arched windows that they've incorporated based on some of the feedback. Uh, the facade, as it relates to its setback from the sidewalk and its integration with that, and then the height of the building, they actually removed the upper level that they were proposing because of the concern that the HPC raised related to it dominating a little bit too much the surrounding character with that extra height. So ultimately, some of those considerations is where staff's analysis and recommendations are to approve uh, the this with the conditions and, and I guess, uh, analysis um, and findings related to the review based on those standards at the federal, state, and local level. Now, there's a second alternative with that. There's one kind of unique element I would say that's a little more modern that was talked about was the um, the uh, front screening where there's kind of an architectural screen for some of the outdoor space that they've got related to kind of the residential spaces where they could have an outdoor patio space. So they did kind of a unique screen above the kind of the entryway on the side. There's an alternative on that uh, recommendation resolution where that could come back for final approval because they don't have the exact design of that. There could be an option just to remove that entirely as well and then just leave kind of the frame of uh, the space without the screen. So that's probably another piece of that. But again, ultimately, the HPC's independent determination is to look at staff's analysis, look at the proposal, come to their own independent conclusion to make a determination. Does it meet? Does it not? Do they want to make amendments to that or do they need additional review for some reason to come back later and so that's kind of their their important role in this this process in the analysis uh you had mentioned arch windows
0: last time i think the public the general public saw a rendition of what this is going to look like an artist rendering um was about two months ago and then i don't recall arched windows uh on there at the time is that's is the change is what we saw a couple of months ago going to be the same uh, as uh, they're going uh, to the, that they'll uh, vote on tonight on whether to approve or not has it changed at all
1: yeah last um last month they did do some brought back a few options so their um alternative plan does have that design uh, feature incorporated with that so it's a it's a slight modific- some slight modifications that they made with that, so it does include uh, that within their application materials, so they incorporated some articles with that.
0: Is that uh, available at the HPC uh, packet for tonight, you know? Yeah, do you-
1: so if you go to the city's home page, uh, and then we have a calendar kind of at the bottom with our board and commission meetings, and they'll have a direct link within that to get into all those materials, and we can get that to put it right on your own page if you'd like to, so Jeff. We so, would like to do that. Yeah, yeah. we can work with Rich to help get that done for you, so if That's your listeners good. want to go directly there, too. Um, I would say too that um, the public is able to make their own comment too. So there's an open comment period uh, as well. So if people want to take a look and want to head down to City Hall or shoot an email in, I believe we still take online uh, input as well related to the meetings. If you have any thoughts on that, as they um, as they will be deliberating this evening.
0: Uh, once again ben Martig is with us northfield's city administrator uh we are talking about the archer now this is not the uh, final thing that it has to get through or at least not at this point because uh you also will be uh looking at uh the city council will be looking at uh, uh final approval of the TIF district is that uh, uh is that correct
1: yeah so um tax increment financing. So this is the, the HPC's part of it's really the design approval. So if Mm -hmm. they get through the exterior design, that in effect says it meets the design standards and criteria. There's another piece to this, which is the financial viability of the project. And one of the things to consider is, um, the state of Minnesota does allow some tools to offer some tax incentives related to redevelopment projects. And, um, One of the things when you're in a historic district, the design and materials are going to be at a very high grade. So this can be a higher class of building. And uh, also there's cost to tear down the building and redevelop it with that as well. And so those add additional costs, you know, on market conditions. So is the project still feasible financially? with some of these extra design considerations versus, say, other parts of town on South Highway 3 or something like that. There's much less regulation and standards related to some of our building design criteria. So the state allows cities to have a very specific tool called tax increment financing where basically on the new building, if it was determined that it met eligible improvements to um, cost, I guess, related to the project to say, but for the special assistance, the project wouldn't happen. The city council can allow um, some assistance to basically reduce the tax burden on the new taxable value of the building that would be put up. So they'll continue to. They, if they were to receive that assistance, they'd continue to pay the same taxes they're paying today, but they'd and they'd actually pay in the new taxes uh, on the on the new building. But then potentially, then they get a, a discount in effect of that new value related to that. So. The, the property um, is an incentive for quality development in these zoning districts, for redevelopment costs, for impacted, It does not impact how they pay their taxes. It simply uses the original market value in calculating the taxes due, not the increased value of the property post-investment. So um, that would be a consideration that would come later. The, the city doesn't, at that stage, really get into the design criteria because we're really reviewing that at this point with the Heritage Preservation Commission. Uh, but we'll be going through a financial review so next week we'll be having a public hearing scheduled with the city council to establish the tax increment financing district the the basically saying yep this is an eligible area it's a commercial mixed use building which meets our land use codes and this is a redevelopment project so it would qualify for TIF and we're open to reviewing it and then at the end of November, we're tentatively scheduled for a development agreement that would lay out all the detailed conditions and whether the city council would authorize this incentive related to market development for that. So they're requesting in their application about a 26-year uh, TIF note um, where um, that over that time period, the estimated taxable value that would be incentivized would be over $2 million related to that. And uh, considering that, we actually work with a financial firm to review all their financial uh, pro forma they call it basically a financial analysis of the cost of construction the cash flow of the rents and receivables coming in they compare it to what they're seeing across the state in other areas to say is that a reasonable number is it not and then they say would this project be bankable without it and is there is there capital private investment reasonable and if not does, and if it is, is the city's piece an important part to make this project feasible or not, and is it you know is this a project that the city wants to see happen as well so that's really scheduled for the end of November for that piece of it to come. I would say um when you're getting into a project like this um in our financial review and staff analysis' pretty clear that there's going to need to be assistance for a project like this to to actually be viable um and so that'll be part of our analysis we'll be showing on that. But also what are we getting for that the you know obviously a new building the economic vitality housing restaurant activating our, our commercial tax base but also there's some public spaces in the back we're looking to help you know benefit the community that you might not have to be spending money in the building to enjoy the improvements in the back connection to the river we're looking for private bathroom or public bathrooms to be integrated with the building project as well as a condition of getting any incentives uh, related to that so that we can have that accessible to the public that they wouldn't have to have. So those are all kind of the details of the finances, which is another step in the process that would have to happen if they get past the uh, design approval first.
0: Uh, ben Mardig is with us, Northfield City Administrator. We're talking about the Archer development uh, right next door to the KYMN studios. You know, we had talked with uh, some of the devel- developers uh, a couple of months ago, back when uh, I believe it was right towards the end of summer. They were really looking to. Uh, uh, break ground, uh, you know, like the next day after all these uh, approvals have been uh, cleared, uh, these hurdles have been cleared. Is that um, still the plan? Do You know, have you have you talked with the developers? Are they planning if this all goes through this month? Uh, you know, when that last approval is given, are they ready to dig?
1: That's a question I can't answer. That's a good question. I do know that they are certainly eager. And I think that although, you know, winter is starting to settle in in Minnesota, they can sometimes it can cost more, but they can do certain dirt work and start footings and foundations and site preparation pretty late into the winter. And sometimes it even includes things like heating the ground or insulating it ahead of time to allow for that. I think that's a question we'll have to circle back with, Jeff, to get mm-hmm. an answer on. Is that still reasonable based on these uh, approval processes that are still coming forward?
0: And is it, I guess, reasonable to ass- assume, I not really assume, but I, if they do get uh, those last couple of approvals, uh, will the process be done then? Will they be free to start uh, digging if they so choose?
1: Yeah, so I would say they they can't start digging before if they're seeking financial assistance, they have mm-hmm. to get that first before they can start the project for eligibility, so we'd have to let the council process play out. Okay. But if they get the design approval and then they get the city's approval, they could be working towards having their plans ready to go. And sometimes we even do things on a building permit uh, standpoint where you don't have to have the full construction design project done and submitted in order to get preliminary site work to start or footings and foundation. And our building, our professional building official helps analyze that and then determine whether or not they're comfortable with authorizing a phased um, construction pl- while they're reviewing the final uh, plans and detail. So that does happen in, in mm-hmm. Minnesota. Um, construction can happen year round. It's just a matter of cost and it can just be a raised cost of, of doing business, I guess, if they're on a tight timeline. Yeah.
0: Uh, once again, Ben Martig is with us, Ben, uh, anything else about the Archer project or anything else going on within the city? I'd like to mention what we have you in here today.
1: Yeah, I would just say the, um, we didn't really get into some of the processes that have already occurred, but there have been actions already happening with that. The, uh, zoning board of appeals, um, uh, who is also our planning commission had met and reviewed, a variance um, for that uh, related to uh, the project so the first variance related to the height of the building so it's got a maximum of 50 feet they actually allowed some slight uh, increase to that due to the grading with the river and then the um, division street side so they're allowed to go up to 57 uh, feet with the river the second variance that they received um, from the setback it, it allows it relate for zero f- setback from the sidewalk <laughs> the upper level they're suggesting to allow to to shift back a little bit and it's actually to help with the massing so it doesn't feel like such a large building so they authorize that as well variances are allowed to basically deviate from the minimum standards with that and so that's a tool that's actually encouraged to be used if sometimes the exact details of the regulations don't make sense or there's a reason to be able to vary from them they are allowed to do that Um, so that was authorized by the Planning Commission the uh, planning commission or the zoning uh, board of appeals the planning commission um, also uh, kind of looks at zoning but only business as usual zoning so they did a conditional use permit to allow some on-site parking or off-street parking because in our downtown district you actually have to get authorization to have parking that is off of the street uh, with that so they allowed some of the the parking recommendations to come forward as well then the last pieces is our economic development authority and planning commission did weigh in on the, on the uh, pending TIF district. It's going before the city council. The planning commission determined that it did meet our land use standards. That's a, a required piece of the process. And then Northfield has a unique process where, for business development or mixed use developments, the economic development authority has to review and say, yep, this makes sense, or it doesn't make sense to allow this district. To be established for this project. They don't get into the details of the numbers to say they support the numbers or not, but they'd say it qualified, and we think this is a reasonable tool. So again, another independent body from the city that's appointed by the council also gave their affirmative support of that as well. So many approval processes as we go along, but I would say tonight's kind of a key step in the process and then from the design standpoint and then the financial piece is going to be a really big one if they get past the design side of it into the future so again lots of detail but I know people are very interested in this project it's going to be really important to our community to do it right and um, so I just want to make the opportunity and thanks for having me in to to talk about that so we can let the public know uh, kind of where we're at in the process and how they can find out more.
0: Thank you so much for coming in today, Ben. We much appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Ben Martin, Northfield City Administrator. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN, Northfield.